You're listening to ZZ Talk, a father-son generational podcast where we talk about entertainment, culture, and a variety of other subjects from the perspectives of both Gen Z and Gen X. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is ZZ Talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. So today, we are finishing off sequel month with one of our favorite action movies, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Wait, 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 wait. How do we know, how do you know it's one of our favorite action movies? We haven't discussed it yet. Well, we saw it uh, about 10 or 11 years ago, and we rated it very highly. And I believe two or three weeks ago, we rated it pretty darn highly as well. So generally speaking, in historically it has been one of our favorites i guess you could say but we're going to give our updated thoughts on it since we watched it just recently um this movie came out in 2011 i believe and it was directed by brad bird who also directed the iron giant the incredibles and ratatouille guess what he was also the voice of edna mode in the incredibles isn't that funny i did not know that did he also direct the incredibles too he did, and he directed Tomorrowland, and I think he has one other credit to his name. But for the most part, his career has been on fire for over the past 25 years or so. Mm-hmm. So um, with that in mind, uh, let's get into some of your initial thoughts before watching the movie. Um, what was your perception of the movie before, I guess, going into it a second, third, or fourth time? Because we've seen this film quite a few times. Yeah. I have to say that of the Mission Impossible films are good. They're not my favorite series of films. And I recall thinking the first time I saw this film that it was the best of the series. And I think, I don't know what Mission Impossible film we're on now, seven, eight, who knows. I think but, we're on, yeah, you're right. It's seven or eight, but this the trailer for the new one dropped and it's going to be a two-part thing. So, yes. yeah. Yes, which we can forgive because Tom Cruise is on fire right now. So with, uh, you know, Top Gun Maverick. So um, I remember it being the better of the installments and thinking or reflecting on the installments I've seen since this one, I think it, it holds up uh, as probably, honestly, the, the, the gold standard of the Mission Impossible films. I'll just say that. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, I think, I haven't even seen, I think, Mission Impossible 2 or 3, but I've seen the ones that come after 4 as well. And I thought those were good movies. They're certainly yeah. entertaining action movies, but I never thought they reached the dizzying heights of this one, uh, for sure. But um, with that in mind, it's funny that you said Tom Cruise is on fire because that is exactly what I said to my friend when he asked if I had uh, seen the new Mission Impossible trailer. Um, I'll definitely see Top Gun Maverick at a certain point. But um, also... Uh, just so everyone knows, you can stream this on Netflix or Paramount Plus. So, just what did you stream it on, Noah? Um, I think I streamed it on Netflix. So I'm finally so getting use out of, uh, <laughs> well, should I say, somebody else's subscription again? Oh, um, uh, Netflix didn't hear that, uh, but either way, uh, yeah. So uh, let's get into it. What did you think of the movie? Okay, there are a few things I have to just say about this film. Um, first of all, two words. Paula Patton. Now, I got to tell you, when I first saw this movie, I thought, who is that, you know, the, the female lead? Because 
I thought she was just really good and, and someone that was believable and someone you hadn't seen a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And I've seen this movie multiple times now. And I still think that I think, why doesn't she show up in more films? Because I really think she is a great uh, um, contributor to this uh, successful ensemble. So I'm a big fan of, of, of Paula Patton and I wish she was in more films than she has been. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was surprised, especially after this film, that she hasn't really been in way too many. Yeah. But one of my favorite parts of this movie is that they use every member of the cast nearly equivalently. Of yeah. course, Tom Cruise, it's a vehicle for him. But Simon Pegg, Jeremy Renner, Paula Patton, they are used and useful and in every single measure that they're in. I feel like they all have their scenes where they're doing something like really important to the team. And I just appreciated that sometimes when you juggle three or four characters, it can get lost in the mix, but yeah. everybody had a really, really strong moment here that I feel like could really kickstart their careers or continue if they were sort of stumbling along the line. Simon Pegg was really famous at this point and Jeremy Renner, I think this was just before he was Hawkeye. Um, I, I was going to ask you if Jeremy Renner, if this was sort of his breakout role, because I, I have to say, I don't really understand Jer Jeremy Renner's celebrity at all. I think he's fine in a lot of things, but I don't think he's a standout, but I'm glad to see him in this. Cause I thought to your point, he served uh, the film well, the ensemble well, and um, I especially, I like the story, the storyline that he ended up getting. Yeah, that was done well. And I think he was probably filming The Avengers by this point because- Oh, you think? Was it that old? Okay. The Avengers was released in 2012 and this came out in 2011. So I'm pretty sure he was juggling projects or, you know, going one after the other. So, yeah. I mean, you know, and then he did one of the Bourne movies, which was the least well-received, but that's a tale for another time. Yeah, I, I, there are a couple other things I just want to say. Um, first of all, um, <laughs> Tom Cruise running. Tom Cruise loves to run and Tom Cruise runs in every film. He has a short man run. Yeah. Well, he is a short man. That's what but I'm saying. He, just, he is so intense in his running. He could probably run circles around me, even with his short legs, but he is so intense and just, what is a movie? What is an action movie with Tom Cruise without him just like busting it i mean he's oh, absolutely, absolutely but you know in every interview or film role i've seen him in he is locked in you know he is one hundred so great about tom cruise he gives every film he's in everything he everything was, he has he was born for this kind of stuff i couldn't imagine him doing anything else because i mean i mean once we get into the more spoilerish discussions mm -hmm. later on i mean we'll just we'll just talk about how excellent uh some of his work really really is i mean in real life and theatrically but um yeah overall i got I a couple other it. things i got a couple other things what you got tom, tom cruise's suit because that suit that he wore in this film uh for at least part of it awesome second of all tom cruise <laughs> he's all about his hair have you ever noticed that Oh my gosh, every single scene he had a different it was kind of this medium length. It's slightly you know even if he's in he's been in a shootout or he's been in an explosion, he's always got a little bit roughed up but just quaffed enough to you know really just enough. Yeah, I mean, I, once again, you know, that's <laughs> it's pretty incredible that he has a hairline like that even uh, at his age back then. You are not kidding. Yeah, but um yeah, Tom Cruise is <laughs> if you've seen this movie you've seen what he can do um <laughs> well and what's interesting too is you know if you've seen the first one and <laughs> only honestly i only remember the first one and the fourth one so the first one was where he comes down and he's got that short cropped hair and he's sort of 
um, uh, horizontal over, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I know. It's a very iconic scene. It is. He's in the black. And I think that in the black shirt, black pants. And I think that's reflective of the series too, which was, which was before my time. But I think between that iconic look, if you will, Mm -hmm. and then a little bit of an iconic look in Mission Impossible 4, Ghost Protocol, you've got the best of Tom Cruise. Absolutely. And I would say this movie is a much lighter version of James Bond, especially the more recent reimaginings, because you've got all the spy gadgets, you've got, you know, all the uh, undercover, all the agents and whatnot, but that's done so well and so entertaining that it's never ridiculous which some of the Bond films fell prey to earlier when they went more of the uh, gadget route. So I thought some of the stuff on display here was super, super cool. And I mean, I forgot just how heavy the usage of them was. Mm-hmm. So it was it was nice to see, you know, some some things you can tell were just very 2011 uh, with the iPads and, uh, you know, using using the apps and the phones and whatnot. But I thought it was um, I thought it was really well done. And the movie overall is just an entertaining thrill ride from start to finish. There wasn't one scene where I was not entertained. It's suspenseful, it's gripping, and it's just a lot of, it's an action movie through and through. And you feel that in every scene. And I feel like every character just really loved making this film, this every actor and actress. It's a little bit like Temple of Doom in that it goes from one action sequence to another action sequence. Oh, yeah. And and to your point about comparing this to any of the James Bond films, now you're more of a fan of the recent James Bond films than I am, but I think those are almost, um, they borderline silly. Mm-hmm. The, the ones that I like, I, the more recent ones are a little more um, serious, I think. But what I think these films do is give you the best of the gadgets and the technology without it feeling, it feels a little more natural. Yeah, spot on. That's exactly what I was saying. It's, yeah. It's more, it's better integrated into, I guess, what a real life organization of agents would possibly have rather than, you know, (laughs) some of surfing on a hundred foot tall wave and using this crazy, like, you know, parachute type deal. You know, James Bond movies are really, really fun, but sometimes they show their age. And this one, um, this one was really good. I thought it made the best usage of the spy genre that it could. So with that said, you would recommend it? I would highly recommend it. I'd recommend this movie to anybody, even somebody who doesn't even love action movies no. just for the thrill ride it has alone. It's, it's perfectly entertaining. I watched it in two settings. Okay. That's it's two hours and 14 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. it's pretty hefty runtime for you. But no. overall, I didn't feel like it felt like it's runtime no i I agree do you think i I think you alluded to this do you think it looks uh or feels dated and here let me let me before you answer let me say this Mm -hmm. i feel like it doesn't but i think give it five years and it will because they're using cell phones they're not using flip phones Mm -hmm. they're not you know they're using ipads so all of that technology feels more recent to me that I guess perhaps it was and maybe it was brand new back in I did catch her using a uh, Paula Patton using a camcorder at one point um but okay yeah but at the end of the day I feel like this was really this is the beginning of the 2010 so it was really the beginning of what we kind of have now perhaps with a little bit less focus on social media and whatnot um but 
it doesn't feel so dated like something from 2004 would feel or 2003. Right. And I recognize this movie, you can tell it was from 2011 because it's kind of got this, it's not a gray movie, but the way it's shot is just so clean and its aesthetic is very reminiscent of all of those massive budget action movies that I saw probably from 2010 to 2015 or so. Um, so, I mean, I can tell it was released in 2011, but by no means does it feel dated whatsoever. I mean, if anything, they probably could have released it five years ago and I wouldn't be able to know the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, cool. All right. So let's jump into spoiler territory. Uh, go watch this movie. Seriously. Uh, just do it. That's all I have to say about it. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to add before we uh, go right in? It's a great action film. It's a great film. It looks good. It's fun. It's, um, I was going to say it's believable or plausible. Probably that's an overstatement, but it, it works on just about every level. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So spoiler time. Um, one interesting thing about this movie was sort of the, I guess, crisis or sort of from mission impossible three to now that time jump that it introduced because it was talking about Tom Cruise's character, Ethan Hunt, and him splitting up with his wife, right? So we were led to believe that, I guess, they got divorced and whatnot. And there was this whole arc about people kind of feeling sorry for him, but him not really mentioning too much. What did you think of the ending where it was shown that he was kind of, they had to separate for her own protection, and he was kind of looking at her from afar, maybe not sad, but knowing that, you know, things could be different, but this is the only thing that he can do and do well so that they have to be apart while they might still have like love and respect for each other. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I remembered that from having seen it all those years ago. And I think that in the end, what, first of all, it was a little ridiculous that, oh, there she is just walking. And by the way, they used the same shot of her multiple times looking at him Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So that was a little bit like, oh, Brad Bird must have gotten tired at this point, was ready to wrap up the film. But all that said, I felt like it worked really well. And I also felt like um, it was it made sense to me. Right. Because his job is so, uh, you know, it could put her in such jeopardy, puts him in jeopardy, but could put her in such jeopardy that it was clear to me just from their facial expressions with one another that they had mutual respect understanding mm -hmm. and appreciation for the scenario that you know they found themselves in so i liked it and i always appreciate a not unhappy ending and not a not unhappy happy ending somewhat you know so it, the situation i have no idea out. what you just said no i'm just kidding so the situation didn't turn out to be as dire as people were led to believe or, you know, eventually Jeremy Renner thought that he couldn't protect them. Right. And, you know, he Which was a good storyline, such intense guilt. And so in the end, they couldn't be together. But he, you know, it ended up that Jeremy Renner didn't have to harbor this um, guilt. overwhelming sense of, you know, anxiety and guilt because of uh, what his perceived failure was. So I thought that was really cool how he was introduced into the story and it gave him a really good sort of characterization for it too. Um, that, that was, that was good, especially some of the more intense uh, untrustworthy moments between him and Cruz um, near the beginning of the film. I thought that was, um, I thought that was well done, but um, what was your, what was your favorite scene? Huh, in the movie? You know, it's the scene that I remember this film by and it's 
you know, the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. First of right. all, I had forgotten about the gloves. I knew that Tom Cruise scaled that that structure. Mm-hmm. And did he like really do that in real life? Yeah, he did. There's a picture of him sitting yeah. at the very that top. That is complete and utter insanity. And so there's a part of me that thinks he believes I he deserves all those millions for being that ridiculously crazy and succeeding at it. But, you um, know, it takes a very special person to not only do their own stunt work, but to climb what was newly the tallest building in the entire world. I mean, there's a picture of him sitting at the very top right there. So, I mean, even if he wasn't using suction gloves, he did scale it. Like, I mean, the, the man has very little fear when it comes to that kind of thing. I, it is incredible because just watching it creates anxiety for the viewer, for this viewer anyway. And, and I knew what was going to happen. I mean, obviously he's going to survive, right? But I mean, I knew what was going to happen because I had seen the film before, but I had forgotten about the gloves and how the one glove didn't work. And, yeah. you know, and uh, it, the whole Dubai scene uh, up until I would say, so the, the sandstorm or, or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's approaching and he's got to get, you know, where he needs to be on the side of the building before the sand comes in. All of that is just great. The scene where they're on two different floors because they've changed the, you know, the room numbers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so there's Jeremy Renner in one and, uh, and Tom Cruise with that him. was clever. That was it's really clever. very clever and, and so well produced, I think. Um, and Simon Pegg coming in as the, as the waiter kind of thing. All of that was great. Um, the only thing, and I would say to you, the only thing about this film uh, that I thought was just sort of a little long was the scene after they left the hotel and the dust storm is going on and it's the car chase. And you and I sort of feel the same way about car chases. They always yeah. go on too long. And it was like, okay, got it. I think that was also kind of an advertisement for BMWs um, as well. But yeah, it's interesting because I love the idea of a sandstorm coming because that's there's that impending danger that might come over really fast if you're not quick enough. But once it got there, I remember thinking to myself, I feel like this is just the laziest thing to do in filmmaking is obscuring your vision of what's really going on. And for the most part, I can forgive that with something like a sandstorm, but I mean, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but there are some movies and media that I've watched recently where the scenes are just too freaking dark. You know, you can't see anything. I thought it was my eyes. You're right. You know, and it's different on different TVs, obviously, but oh my gosh, when you're going to, when you're filming an action scene, don't turn out the lights. That's for horror movies. Like, Agreed. Let us see what is going on because I feel like the movie otherwise really wants us to just take in the full work of how well the action scenes are done. So it was kind of surprising that when they were doing the car chase and whatnot, all that happened. Hey, sorry about that. Uh, we had a little bit of an audio issue. But um, in continuing what we were saying, yeah, the sandstorm scene was probably just I guess the one that stuck out uh, the most in this movie as not excellent and an otherwise amazing sort of uh, scene by scene, just, you know, time after time, after time, frantic action. So um, I do want to talk about the villain really quickly Mm -hmm. because I feel like in other mission impossible films, the villain has a greater presence and 
probably feels like more of a threat. I realize this villain wasn't sort of um, one of those. He was more of a a genius, but not one of those ones that is like, you know, a big brute and is going to come fight them all the time. He only really came out near the end. But I thought I was a little underwhelmed by this villain. I thought his presence was lacking when he was on screen. And I didn't need him to be in the movie more than he was. But I felt like he was kind of underutilized and somewhat ineffectual. He was just kind of the guy who came up with the plan. And I felt like it was really out of character for a 60-year-old man to be beating the tar out of Tom Cruise um, in a couple scenes. So it, it was it was interesting to see him just kind of get picked up near the end and, you know, how he died and everything. Um, what do you think of the what do you think of the villain? You know, it's interesting because you make a good point. Uh, it is the, the villain is certainly not a caricature. It feels like a very real person. And I think sure. because they use him sparingly, it, it's more effective. You're right. I like the fact that he's an older villain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's probably 53 and a half. But um, I think that the the last scene where in, they're in the car tower mm-hmm. kind of thing <laughs> was so over the top, but so wonderfully entertaining. <laughs> I love so There's so many moments where Tom Cruise just hits his face at, you know, 20 miles per hour. And first of all, his skin is still perfect. No blemishes, <laughs> no bruises whatsoever. It easily would have gotten knocked out. But, you know, the moment that old guy just gets him in the leg, I mean, it might as well just be broken. You know? I know, right? The whole thing was just sort of. But And then he drives. The, I think the most over the top thing was him getting in the car and driving straight down. No, no, it was the best. It 30 was the feet. Best. And oh then at the end, God. they're like, apparently insurance doesn't cover intentional vertical drops or something like that yeah yeah that was i mean it's funny because i think the movie kind of winks and nods at itself a little bit um but overall i felt like that final confrontation was strangely the one of the least interesting parts of an incredibly busy movie um Mm -hmm. but overall it's just so much fun to watch. And I'm glad I gave it the time I did because when I first saw it the first couple of times, it blew me away. I mean, this movie was truly something else. Like one of those few movies that not only met my expectations, but far exceeded it. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, I mean, I thought it was just really good. And I really appreciate it. One thing I uh, do want to talk about was um, uh, somebody I know said that they thought the... Um, Paula Patton could have been used a little bit better. Um, They referenced the scene in uh, India and said that she was more used as less of a strong character, but like the beautiful character. And I disagreed with that. I I thought she was incredibly capable. She had her own motivations for what she was doing. And I mean, there was really just that one scene. But I mean, the fact of the matter is, obviously, you know, she it was part of the mission of what she was doing. But I thought she was incredible throughout. And um, that one person uh, who I talked to as well thought her acting wasn't sensational, but I thought she was great in this. If anything, I thought she was the like the opposite of a caricature of what you might see. What you know? did I start with? I said the, the highlight of this film, you know, aside from Tom Cruise's hair and Tom Cruise's running and Tom Cruise's <laughs> suit was Paula Patton. So completely agree. She's supposed to be the whole purpose of that. I mean, I okay, I can see maybe where someone's coming from, but she was supposed to be intentionally beguiling so that she could capture the guy's attention so that she right. could accomplish the goal. So 
yeah, no, I'm big fan. I thought that scene, I thought the Kremlin scene, I remember that one too, was really fun. I forgot that about that. Fake, fake hallway. That's that was so awesome. Good. So, so good. I yeah. mean, that was, uh, that was so cool. And I, I completely forgot about just the entirety of that scene. Most of what I remember is the car park and of course, India and the Burj Khalifa, but, um, mm-hmm. and Dubai, but, oh, side note, have you been to Dubai? I have a couple times. Oh my gosh. Is it? nearly what the movie portrays it to be dubai just the middle is, of the desert dubai is one of my favorite places on earth did you see a I, lot of camels uh-huh um i you know yeah, that opening scene as they're getting to dubai i think probably shows more camels than i have seen at all but uh, in, in its entirety of my two visits but it yeah dubai is wow i've read that it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a place i want to go back I've read it's one of, if not the richest places on the planet. Is it really that luxurious yes. and uh, opulent? Yes. Wow. Yes. yes, it's all like that. Sweet. Okay, yeah. that's that was really cool. I, I love that the movie took us to Dubai and India, and you know, I, I that was, I really enjoy the international travel aspects of uh, action movies because you yeah. know you get to it's not just you know on the streets of America. Or well, and that's what sells some of these films too, right? Because they they just are so. Um, their destinations are captivating and there are often places that are uh, for lack of a better word, I'll just qualify it by saying that exotic places that not often, not people are not frequently. They're unfamiliar. They're unfamiliar with it. Yeah. And, and so they, they show well and they give us an opportunity to sort of live vicariously through these characters. Yeah. And I think that gives a really great look to other countries that people Mm -hmm. might not normally visit because it can show, you know, somewhat of what the culture is like there and, you know, how some of its best attractions. Yeah. All right, cool. So on a one, two, five scale of Z's, what would you give this film? I'm going to give it four and a half Z's, maybe five. What about you? I would say, okay, whatever equates to a nine, 4.75 Z's. Yeah, that's how I was going to go there too, but that's kind of cheating on our Z scale. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I know. really good. If not for that lengthy car chase in the sandstorm, I would say it's a it's a five uh, or five Z film. But I'm going with just under five Z's. How's that? Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same boat. This is a nearly perfect action movie and just mm-hmm. one of those few that really got it right. Um, amazingly, this saved the Mission Impossible franchise. And um, it, I mean, it only led to it getting more and more popular over yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So um, really great action movie, even if it was released years ago uh worth watching worth watching for sure i agree especially given given the time that we have remaining for this pod we might have to bank our check it out until next week yeah yeah that might be a good idea um so should we talk a little bit about what we're how about our check it out is what we are doing in the next couple weeks (laughs) okay (laughs) next week our audience will want to know we are reviewing the entirety the entire series Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus. All six episodes. All six episodes. Yeah. That wrapped up last Wednesday. So um, I might have to go back and and rewatch some of it, but uh, I have seen the entire series and I look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. I can only imagine. If only we had 45 more minutes uh, than (laughs) we do. Um, But yeah, uh, lots to say on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, we will be reviewing the black phone. I saw that this past weekend and this weekend, you're going to see it this weekend. Curious to know what you think, Mm -hmm. because I feel like you'll have a similar opinion to me, but 
I also feel like it could go the exact opposite way. I think we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. But um, obviously a lot of cool stuff ahead. Obviously the black phone is, you know, a big new horror movie that people are uh, enjoying a lot. And uh, there's a lot of buzz around it. And of course, Obi-Wan, who is one of the most famous Star Wars characters, just finished up uh, its first season. I cannot believe that this movie oh, series is getting a second season. I can't talk about it. <laughs> Not until next week. Let's, yeah. Let me just say this, Noah. I know you're most excited about uh, the, the one film that's coming out this weekend, Minions. Minions. Wow. Just <laughs> incredible. I can't even watch the trailer. It's you know, so it's cool. one of the most profitable. I think it's the most profitable media franchise in the entire world, or at least top five. It's crazy how popular that uh, whole thing is. But that aside, we have probably 30 seconds left. So uh, thank you very much for listening to our review of Mission Impossible 4, Ghost Protocol. We'll be back next week. But until then, I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is Easy Talk.